There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Love HQ. My name is Hayley Quinn, and as you know, I'm here to tell you the true way about love dating and relationships because the way you've been told so far sucks and is in fact built to please men or keep men and disempower you so it's my mission in life uh, to show you there is actually a completely different way that you can approach this and if you approach it differently you're going to see drastically different results so if you've been having groundhog day in your love life if you're fed up of meeting all the wrong men if it keeps ending in complete disaster beyond disaster Oh, I'm here and we're going to get you on the right track. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show today, Harriet Whaley-Cohen. She is a health and well-being coach and she really specializes in making women feel fabulous inside and out. I also know her um, as a personal friend and as a woman I really admire in terms of what she's done with her life and the message she communicates to women out there. So thank you very much for coming along, Harriet. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I love to hear your mission just then because my mission is to inspire contagious belief in the possibility for life-changing transformations. So our missions rock. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I also think in terms of mission statements, you have had one of those life stories where you have actually created a huge, like 180 degree shift. And you've shown that, you know, and I feel kind of to a greater or lesser extent the same. Like I was on a so massively the wrong path like I was lost basically I was in Antarctica of life map like wandering <laughs> around and you know and I and the funny thing is I sort of had a vague sense at the time I was on the wrong track but really didn't recognize all the destructive behaviors I was doing and how much I was hurting myself by how I was approaching not just dating and love but just life generally mm. and I know that you've come from kind of a similar position right yeah I have um I I got into some really dodgy relationship situations in my early 20s and um, was pretty unhappy and turned to some very destructive coping mechanisms and ended up with really bad addictions. Um, And by the time I was just turned 26, I had hit massive rock bottom 
and turn my life around and now I'm approaching 40 this summer and I'm you know over 13 and a half years in in recovery which mm. is amazing and beyond that um, I've been through a number of other big life transformations as well I left a, an unhappy and some would say unhealthy marriage as well four years ago and I've gone on to create a new business and a really happy thriving life I left a, a working life in the city in the banking world and now wow. I'm a coach and a speaker um and you're glowing loads. by the way like Thank if you can you. see I was like oh my god you're 40 this summer you look insane but it's your happiness genuinely yeah. it radiates yeah. out of you and I can see it I am I'm super happy these days and that's what it's all about life's too short to be miserable mm. or destructive towards ourselves or to be in stuck in crappy patterns and and often we're stuck in them because they used to work for us right. they're coping strategies yes and then for want of a better expression they bite us on the arse until we're in so much pain that we're forced to do things another way and maybe some of you out there listening and nodding your head in the same way that both of us are well, yeah, we're like yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> and you're right with like the coping mess I had the same thing I was you know and it was like all the classic stuff it was actually and I think you know when it comes to addiction or substance abuse or anything like that it's not about the substances. It's about the relationships or feelings that are unmanageable. Right? It's like a human route to everything. And for me, I was basically in a relationship with someone that I, I, some level I know I needed to go, couldn't acknowledge it or face that fact because I'd become, I'd spent years with this person. I was so emotionally invested in them. Um, and because of that, and because the relationship was unhealthy and it was destructive and actually completely lacked respect to the point where that became really dangerous for myself in order to ignore all of that and to create a false sense of intimacy between us, that's when the destructive behavior started. And it wasn't just substance abuse. It was also forms of like doing things in the relationship that were just so beyond what I would have felt actually comfortable with doing, but it was, I needed almost that escape valve a mechanism and it's funny because you kind of start really small as a little thing and I also think when relationships are bad it starts small yeah. you don't notice I remember I remember now the first time my former partner was disrespectful in a really nasty way towards me but at the time I was I just dismissed it you know I was a bit annoyed and then let it go because I wanted to believe that he was someone different to what he we was do, what we're willing to compromise in order to stay in something that's wrong and for me, in the two long-term relationships I've had in my life that have been wrong, I think the biggest common thread is that I've had to completely abandon myself mm. in order to stay. I've had to buy into a different version of life, a different version of reality, the other person's version of reality, yes. in all, and what's acceptable, and just completely abandon myself in order to stay. And, and the reality of doing that meant that I had to kind of get out of it yeah. in order to make it bearable or or compromise in so many areas that I actually lost complete sight of who the hell I was and that's quite a dangerous place to be it's very dangerous I think you've hit an amazing point there about when it's about when you sacrifice yourself in order to maintain a relationship so bad that is like the ultimate you're in a bad space and we need to fix this it's territory yeah um I interestingly there was um a Greek Roman philosopher called Lucretius who said that when we are with another person we equate our value systems to us so two people with two independent value systems meet and then when they get together during the course of the relationship there's some leveling out between the two spaces so the problem is if you're with someone that has wildly different values to you or doesn't have the right value system for you 
in that leveling out process, you can become dragged away actually from who you are. And really a real good goal at the beginning of relationships is to work out if the person opposite you has a similar value system because that's the only person where you're going to be able to retain your sense of being who you are and being centered and staying the same because otherwise you start to live out this other person's reality and this other person's trauma and this other person's fears and you take it all on and then by the end of it honestly I was so confused about who I was I think I remember going this is what I remember I remember going to yoga class and you know when they say I'll oh, make it like a make it a request or something you want to think every single time all I'd want is clarity interesting and that tells you your own intuition when you deeply listen to that voice inside and you do stop and listen to yourself you know when you're not being true to yourself Mm. you know when you're lost you know when you're not happy you know when you're not being treated right and the trick is to listen to it and not shove it under the carpet because you know if you shove enough things under the carpet eventually (laughs) there's a massive great big (laughs) mound yeah and you just trip over it and hurt yourself Yes. Um, and running away from from that to save a relationship is a massive disaster zone. Yes, and yeah. you can see we've got some voices of experience here. Yes. <laughs> We're talking very passionately, passionately about, about this. We've been through the ringer. Yeah. Don't do it to yourself instead. Yes. Um, and in fact, I wanted to share as well, particularly on this um, this podcast, a piece of advice that one of your friends gave to you, which I thought was like the when I heard it earlier today, the most beautiful analogy for how to move on to something better. Yeah. Well. Um, one of my dearest, closest friends, Rosie, who's a well of wisdom and very spiritually wise, when she was talking to me about letting go of a not-so-great relationship where I was compromising myself in order to be open to the right one coming along, not finding the right one first and then leaving the other one, she said, you're clutching rhinestones in the palm of your hand and what you have to do is open the palm of your hand, let go of the rhinestones and have an empty palm so that the universe can put the diamonds in there. And I love that. And that has been my experience, um, particularly Mm. in the last year, of having let go of the rhinestones, even though I thought, how can there possibly... I thought those rhinestones were diamonds. I thought, how can there be anything better than this thing? And wanting it and wanting it, even though in my gut I knew that I would be compromising. There were certain things that weren't quite right, but I still thought it's never going to get any better than this. But having completely let go suddenly the most unbelievable diamond has just fallen in my hand. It's a pretty good diamond. I've been hearing <laughs> the gossip. <laughs> yeah. so, so ladies, you know, let go of the rhinestones. Empty palm, empty palm. Let the universe put the diamond in it's there. true. I'm, you know what, I'm a huge fan of emptiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really am because also I think... I know this is really terrible, I think, because we, we sometimes have been conditioned to love the security of a relationship. So because that, A, we hold on to the wrong relationship because we see it as superior to no relationship. What? You know, like, that's... It's, <laughs> and then, you know, what else happens then is we think, you know, we start, you know, I, this is, again, I do, used to do this a lot in the past. I wouldn't be unfaithful per se, but I would definitely start having one eye open, you know, and I'd maybe start creating male friendships or go on what I call quasi dates, which it isn't called a date. You just have a drink or something with another man that you've just met who's quite sexy <laughs> to enjoy the flirtation, to sort of work out, oh, is this a better one here? So I can just jump ship with no transition period. Just <laughs> listening back to myself, I'm like, that is insanity. But I see people doing it all the time. You're either yeah. stuck in the wrong relationship because you perceive that as being better than by yourself 
Or you're in the wrong relationship and instead of just like letting go and healing and recovering and learning who you are, you jump ship to another one. And because you've jumped ship with no self-discovery, it's always the wrong ship you're getting on to next. I do next. think that empty palm phase is where the magic happens. Yeah. That is the place where you get to know yourself. You can reflect on what didn't work out so well, what you really, really want. And you can set beautiful intentions. I set the most amazing, very detailed intention about the kind of person I want to be with, how I want to feel with them, um, how the kinds of things we'll do, things like that we'll, even down to small details, like we'll laugh when we meditate together and we'll bring each other cups of tea, but then also much bigger things about how we'll feel together. And one of the things that's, that's happened as a result of doing that in the empty palm phase is that when I have been on first dates with people, I know immediately if they're a million miles away from that thing I've set out that detailed intention and it's not a checklist at all it's just an intention and then when the right person came along it was like oh my god here is this person that is everything and I feel all the ways I want to feel and if I hadn't gone through empty palm phase I would never you know I could have settled for something way less or not got to know myself or not really reflected and got the learnings mm. um, and the growth from it i love it i think we're gonna have to pass an empty palm phase it's yeah. like it's empty really palm, palm phase. phase yeah it's really important because also you know what i started i had i started to realize is in that empty palm phase you go actually life's pretty okay i feel happy i feel content i'm healthy i yeah. you know my world around me is stable there's not some absolute insanity going on in the relationship which is you know tearing apart every other aspect of my life and then because of that I start you know what I became hypersensitive to people who destabilized me Mm. and I just and now I became I've become so wary of them and I've gone even if it's just that first message that a guy sends you and you can see almost in that you're like oh okay he's trying to shift some blame here he's not being very direct he's not I just go you know what I can't actually really be bothered to engage in any of that who start with an insult or point out the spelling mistake in your profile, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that you are comfortable on your own and have really good self-knowledge and boundaries and self-care, the more that your bullshit radar operates on full volume, and that is vital. Exactly. I love that, the bullshit radar. yeah, totally. (laughs) It does, and the more more happy, healthy, and well-balanced you are, it becomes so finely tuned to people that are manipulative or just you know what we all have a bit of a shadow side and a side of us that isn't so good but in our- this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Other people, it's, uh, it's, it's prominent, it's particularly vicious, and they obviously have got a whole bunch... they got a whole bunch of stuff under their carpet that they haven't sorted out yet. Because <laughs> your carpet is looking pretty good at the moment. This is sounding vaguely sexual. That <laughs> 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 you just go, actually, I don't want to deal with any of that stuff anymore. Like, get it away. I don't say, you can, you'll feel that literally you've worked so hard to sort your own self out that you're not going to suddenly throw that all away for the benefit of trying to save another person who, in fact needs to have their own empty palm phase absolutely absolutely i think you put that beautifully yeah <laughs> and it actually sounds very appealing yeah i what well, it should be this is the thing i think we need to do an epic rebrand join with me women epic rebrand of being by yourself and being by yourself in like in a non-dating not like being by yourself but oh, i've got a couple of guys i'm texting or i'm on a dating app and i'm hoping i'll meet no just just being by yourself not trying to look for anyone taking pure utter time out from the whole dating thing i think it's great literally until this past year never done it i've never we done it put on an empty palm phase day of like how to make the most of your empty palm phase what should your empty palm phase contain what should you do with it what what do you want to get out at the end yeah i think that would be awesome i'll do, I'll do a chicken soup making yeah <laughs> you make chicken soup yeah i do I, you know what it's true i guess I made chicken soup. I got into interior design and soft furnishings. You know, I started going to restorative yoga a lot more. I've read a lot more books. It's been pretty all right, actually. And there's something that's really awesome about, you know, I can spend literally endless amounts of time by myself. And I read articles like in the newspaper, people saying, oh, you know, I'm single, I'm lonely on the weekends. I do get that, that it's, it's natural to want and desire partnership. But I think to feel lonely in your own company, I think that's the secret thing that you have to fix up. Because then when you kill... Imagine this. Imagine a reality, women, <laughs> where you've, you've, you've killed your need. You don't have need anymore for another person. You might want to have another person and you might have an intention so that they'd be a particular kind of partner in your life. But actually, if that person isn't there, you're not just going to just cling on to the nearest, worstest substitute for it because you feel so calm and so centred in yourself and that was my mission one of my empty palm missions was like I'm going to get rid of all this clawing need I have inside of me to be with someone because I need to be with myself and I need to have much better standards for the people I'm with I think the phrase that I hate the most about relationships is when people describe the person they're with as their other half so I think you want to feel whole and complete and independent and completely okay on your own and then you meet someone else and you complement each other yes Um, and it's like um, in Khalil Gilbran's poem, The Prophet, where he talks about marriage with each person being like a tree that stands on its own but blows together in the same wind, which I absolutely oh. love that metaphor. But I think that's how it should be. You don't want to be someone's other half where without them you're lost, mm. you're incomplete. Be complete on your own. Go through that beautiful empty palm phase of self-discovery and happiness. And then when you meet someone else 
it, it, the whole is way more than the sum of the parts rather than only being complete with someone else right and the thing is also I think when you break up with somebody or you end a relationship you often feel like half of yourself or yeah. sometimes one percent of yourself you know <laughs> and it's literally I felt like I remember when that happened I felt like I barely had a pulse mm. it was yeah. a kind of complete destruction of self I can't breathe no and then yeah. you're, the first thing you want to do is you go I can't breathe I, can't, I need something else to sort of limp it onto to make this okay and that's the mistake it's a mistake no yeah. you have to piece yourself back to life and it's it was a bizarre experience and feeling it almost started to feel like I like regrew my hands or I could start to feel like vitality coming back into me and the more my vitality and happiness goes up the better that my life becomes and the less need I have so I think just stick it stick stick through it stick through it it's going to be better in the end yeah. uh, it will now as you know I always ask people on my podcast four questions four pearls of wisdom <laughs> amazing yeah. fire away hey, awesome. I'm ready <laughs> okay so one thing that happened to you uh, one belief that you had when you were younger that you didn't think was possible that subsequently turned out to be true okay well this is absolutely true when I was in the worst of my addiction years in my early 20s I genuinely thought I was going to be dead by the time I was 30 and I didn't think it was possible to be happy and to be healthy and to be alive and here I am I'm going to be 40 in a few months time mm. I'm very healthy I'm very happy and I'm definitely alive so there you go <laughs> alive I'm and on your glowing. sofa I'm on your sofa I'm here yeah honestly I, I, I can't say this enough you, well you have to check out some of Harriet's stuff she is like a glowing figure of womanhood you just look at her and go this is a proper woman she's been through some stuff but you know what she's come out and you're radiant and you don't have any any traces of like you know for all the suffering that you've had none of it in you you know you're yeah. so positive happy and radiant so this is what you need Thank to listen you. to our I, am, stuff. I am disgustingly healthy these days <laughs> i pride myself on the disgusting levels of my health and happiness i know i've had a sparkling water just especially because <laughs> i'm in your company <laughs> and i mean i'm feeling inspired you know inspired um so on that note uh, have you got a life hack or a way to approach life Definitely. My biggest tip for people is to start their day really mindfully and think about how they want to be that day, what their intention, their goal is for themselves or for their life in general. I know I mentioned that I have that relationship intention, but I have a much bigger document, my personal mission statement that I read every morning. And it tells me how I show up as a person, as a mother, as a businesswoman, as a friend, as a citizen of the world, in every aspect of life. And by checking in with myself on that, and how I want to show up, that is who I am each day. I think it's much easier to start on track and get where you want to be than halfway through the day go, oh my God, I'm eating bacon sandwiches and drinking 53 espressos by lunchtime. Right. That's not who I wanted to be. Or, oh God, I've you know mindlessly got into another crappy dating situation. Right, and start I think that's mindfully. It. Exactly, and I think it's so easy with basically social media and smartphones to not smart mindfully, to start your day worrying about whether someone's text you back or whether you know your friends liked your photo on social media or what that email is saying and you know what here's a little thing that I do honestly if I'm having if I'm getting really stressed and like feeling like I'm losing my mm. sense I'm starting to either worry about a situation with a guy or worry about something work-wise I honestly turn my phone off for a day <laughs> that's like that's my wow. ultimate reset that is that is black belt that right. black belt well, it's attachment like, yeah. oh I'm impressed yeah <laughs> but it's just like I just go you know what I'm getting I just recognise I'm like my, my nerves are going off I'm getting stressed I'm getting anxious and I go why am I worrying so much about this other person like I'm not enjoying my life I'm not living in the moment 
airplane mode, shut it in another room. And honestly, you feel blissful. You feel like a Jedi warrior. And by the end of the day, you've resettled with yourself and you go, actually, I'm not that bothered about that person anyway because I'm awesome and fabulous by myself. And then you <laughs> and then you know what? Mystically in the universe, they even sense that detachment. So there you they go. Every <laughs> single time for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. You detach, they pull forward. Works exactly. like a treat. Exactly. Maybe that should be our love hack as well then, you know. And honestly, I say this to... This if I go on about anything to my female clients, this is one of my this is one of my tactics. Is literally okay. You're getting stressed. He hasn't texted you back. All right. My phrase is most problems resolved within 48 hours, like a bad customer service yeah. helpline. So you just <laughs> you just need to get through yeah. the 48 hours. Not panic. No Do not panic. No. And um, I don't know if any of you listening have read the Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus book, but there's two things that I love in there I mean I love most of that book but one of them is that men are like a pendulum and they do swing away from us but they will swing back so if mm. you just wait they'll come back so don't don't freak out if you haven't heard back from them but the other thing is that men when they're processing they go into their cave as it were and look at the walls they need to go into their cave and, and the more that you knock on the door of their cave saying come out come out the deeper they go in and the longer it will take them to come out so much much better if they've gone into their cave just you you just got a cold wet grass cold wet grass just don't you know don't keep texting go and do something else call you know your what? girlfriend yeah exactly be with women because we yeah. will we will talk we'll talk about yeah. it we'll hang out yeah. you know we'll um, over discuss yeah I, i've got a couple of girlfriends who if i need to send them angry or worried or anything messages instead of sending it to the guy yes that we, yes. we, we do that and it's beautiful i think yeah i think i totally down with that completely i have a similar system myself have a support network where you just go look we're all a bit neurotic and crazy because we're human that's cool we understand each other we get each other we know why we'll feel that way he's probably thinking about this in a completely different fashion so communicate with girlfriends first give him his cave time and honestly you'll notice a shift in yourself where you feel less outcome dependent on it and mystically always when that happens the phone will ring it's awesome and the other thing to bear in mind is that that whatever you're thinking in your head um, and reasons that you're making up for not having heard from them are probably not true at all. Right. So don't believe everything that your head tells you. No. You know, some, some, you know, often I think my head is like a dark alleyway at night, should not be visited <laughs> alone <laughs> late at night. Yeah, so true. And I think that's right. Often the stories we make up or decide around why other people have taken the actions they have do not relate at all to their reasoning and so you're not a mind reader give up like instead focus on yourself as my mum always used to say yeah, uh, your mum is very wise. She is. She's a proper mum. You know, I've actually started listening to her amazingly. Um, so you know what I'm going to end on, which I think is I'm so overjoyed to share this with with my lady listeners, which is of course a romantic moment because this one I've heard it already. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> well, this blew my mind as well, and his mind. Because um, both me and my new partner, we, we're quite vivid dreamers some nights. And we decided that we would try to visit each other in our dreams. And some nights we would meditate on it and, and when we're not together and see if we can appear in each other's dreams. And it actually happened successfully on Saturday night. And this was with no prearranging either. Um, and we were both texting each other on Sunday morning at the exact same moment we started typing on WhatsApp going, you were in my dreams last night. Oh my God. It was just, it was the most beautiful thing. 
that is beautiful so there you go that's when you when you can put your phone on airplane mode and you have a text message support system and you have your empty palm phase at the end of all of that guess what you meet someone so awesome that you dream about each other unprompted at the same time and text each other in sync that is the holy land (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a beautiful place to be yeah it is awesome so i've absolutely loved having you on this show where can the women find out more about you and your awesome advice Okay, the best way for them to find out about me is to go and check out my website, which is harrietwhaleycohen.com. Can I spell it? Yes, quite definitely tricky. spell it. Okay, H-A-R-R-I-E-T-W-A-L-E-Y-C-O-H-E-N.com. And if they want to email me, it's hello at harrietwhaleycohen.com. So there's lots of information about me, about my one-on-one coaching and events that I've got coming up as well awesome and you know what else I would say as well if you've liked this podcast and you know what I think we're right I basically think this podcast is the like the last bastion of this is the right way to approach love dating and relationships if you maybe this isn't the right one for you but maybe you know a friend who could really really benefit from using this advice forward it to her share it subscribe comment on it post it on your facebook or on your twitter if you find it useful because the more we get the message out there and we're doing this all for free it's because we're going to get women out of destructive crappy relationships and make them happier so if you want to join the cause share and subscribe and i'll be back again next week with another episode of love Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. 